Hello and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. My name is Frances McGill and I'm a body confidence coach. I help women break free from diet culture, find food freedom and feel confident and amazing in their own body. I truly believe that we can take care of our bodies without restriction and learn to love ourselves through getting in touch with our body, listening to it and most importantly trusting it. Each episode of the podcast explores finding your confidence through health to help you live a healthy and happy life without having to give up your life. So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day. I wanted to come on here today um, just to follow up really from last week's episode. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, it's a nice short one and I think it would be worth it before listening to this one because basically I was talking about how having those negative body image thoughts, those negative thoughts creeping up on us is completely natural. I was basically talking about the fact that we don't need to feel bad, we don't need to feel like a failure because diet culture is ingrained in us and we are being told to think that way constantly from all directions. So just the fact that those negative thoughts aren't happening as often or take you by surprise, that's a win. That shows that you are breaking free of that diet culture. But I don't want you to feel like because sometimes you have those negative thoughts that you've taken a step backwards or that you should go back on a diet or that there's no point in trying to break free of diet culture. It is totally normal and you can just move forward from it. So last week's episode was just talking about how it's okay and that was basically an episode that came about when I experienced it myself. I saw a photo of myself from a year ago and I was a lot smaller and even though I know that now I live a healthier life, I am not tired all the time, I listen to my body, I eat, I eat well, I eat a lot, a variety of nutrients, a variety of food but still foods that I love to eat, I look forward to eating, I don't feel restricted, I still feel healthy, I still feel fit, I still work out and I'm not missing out on any social life and I'm not missing out on my life for the sake of dieting, even though all those things are true now, just by seeing that picture of a smaller body it triggered me to feel like I should go on a diet. I will add momentarily. That did pass quite quickly. But I just wanted to do an episode directly after that happening last week so that I could tell everyone that even someone who works in a body confidence industry, even someone who is anti-diet culture and pro-food freedom can have those thoughts. So it is totally okay if you have those thoughts too. Now at the time, I didn't really have the answer. I knew what I could do to get back to being okay, but I hadn't done it yet because I recorded that episode literally as soon as I'd had that thought, just so you could feel it with me live. You could see that I was actually going through it. And in the week following that, I put into place the things that I thought would work, that I mean, I knew would work, 
But I just wanted to give you an update so that if you are feeling those negative feelings, if you are thinking, oh, maybe I should go on a diet, I've seen a picture of myself much smaller and I look better. If you are having those thoughts, today's episode is all about resetting after those negative thoughts and getting back to that healthy food relationship, that healthy mindset around food and around your body. So the first thing I want you to do is to acknowledge the reason why you've had the negative thought. So what's triggered that negative thought? We don't want to just ignore negative thoughts. We want to deal with them. We want to move forwards. We want to find that root of the issue so we can work on it. And obviously the deep root of all these negative thoughts is diet culture. So in the long term, we want to distance ourselves from that and and take steps away from that. But in the short term, to make yourself feel better now, what is it that triggered that thought? Now, for me, it was a photo. It was a photo where I was in a smaller body. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, I could get back to that. I look so good then. So if you are thinking that, I want you to really delve deep and think about how your life was when you had that photo taken. So what would you have to give up from the life that you're living now, the life that you love now, to get that body? For me, I would have to give up um, a lot of foods that I like and enjoy. I would have to have a very strict workout plan in the way that I was following a workout plan when that photo was taken. I would have to lose a lot of the flexibility that I have now to try different methods of working out, to move in a way that I enjoy, not just to get an aesthetic. A lot in my life would have to change to get back to that exact body of that photo. On top of that, I want you to think about how your life was then. Now, for me, I was working out a lot. I wasn't taking a lot of rest. I was very tired. I was very tired and I didn't necessarily feel extremely strong. I was lifting heavier weights but in myself I think because I was so tired and because I was working on top of that and and probably burning the candle at both ends not as bad as I used to when I worked in care mind you but still a bit too much I think I probably wasn't feeling fantastic so really think about the situation behind the photo Because remember, diet culture has made you believe that you need to aim for an aesthetic and not take anything else into consideration. Diet culture doesn't care if you feel tired. Diet culture doesn't care if you haven't eaten your favourite food for three years. Diet culture doesn't care if you haven't been on a night out with your friends for the past year because you're trying to stay on track. Diet culture doesn't care that your mental health is suffering through restriction. It just cares that you're paying money and you are stuck in this cycle of self-hatred and you're going to continue doing so to keep it alive. That's all it cares about. So let's look behind that. Let's look behind the curtain of diet culture and think, how did I feel when that photo was taken? Was it worth everything I was going through to have that body? Or do I feel better now living a life of food freedom, enjoying my life, giving my focus to things other than food because let me tell you now you are put on this earth to do more than just think about your calories and your macros you have more to offer than that 
So if it's a photo, that's what you want to do. Now, perhaps it was a comment. Perhaps it's a comment that has triggered you to think you need to lose weight or you need to go on a diet. Now, if someone has commented on your weight, that says way more about them than it does about you. Oftentimes, people make comments when they are in a low place themselves. So maybe that person has noticed that you're enjoying food freedom and maybe they're feeling triggered by it because they've been on a diet for so long and to see you enjoying food freedom and to see you not stressing about food feels bad for them because they do. They do stress about food all the time. And almost admitting that a food freedom lifestyle can work is like saying all those years of restriction and diets and missing out on social life, all those times were for nothing. And that's a really hard pill to swallow. So most likely, if someone has made a comment about your weight, it is coming from a place of um, insecurity in them. Either because they've seen you enjoying food freedom and they want that and and they can't see how it would work, so they're going to try and derail you, Or just because they are so ingrained in diet culture that they truly believe you should be on a diet. You don't need to go on a diet. If anything, we need to help the people who still feel like that and open their eyes to the fact that it's not true. Open their eyes to the fact that there is more to life than dieting. There is more to life than trying to create the perfect body. Help them to break free of diet culture as well. I'm not saying we need to pity people, but I think we need to have sympathy with them. Sympathy for that belief and that thought process that we've all had. And if you have broken free of diet culture, then congratulations, because it's a huge accomplishment. And maybe we need to have a bit more, a bit more empathy with those people who are still stuck in it and try and educate them and try and and show them that they can do more. And that they don't have to be stuck in that cycle. So moving forwards, once you've realised what's triggered you, and once you realise the reason that you are feeling bad, we want to get back to those basics of feeling good again. So we've acknowledged the feeling, we've acknowledged why we feel it, we haven't just brushed it under the carpet so that it can rear its ugly head at a later date. We've actually dealt with it. And then we need to get back to those basics. So firstly, from my confidence wheel tool, we talk about valuing yourself. And when you value yourself, it means you take time for what you love. So maybe you're feeling um, quite susceptible to those comments or being triggered by those old photos because you aren't taking the time out to do what you love. You might be feeling stressed. You're not doing those things that relieve your stress. So you haven't... I don't know, had a film night for a few months because you've been so busy at work or you haven't um, read a book and you love reading books but you haven't had chance. So your stress levels are higher which lowers your tolerance for being able to take on those comments or being able to see those photos for what they are, a photo of a, of a, you in a smaller body. So it's really important that we make that time for ourselves And it's not just for that stress relief, it's also to show yourself that you're worth taking time out for yourself. 
And when you start valuing yourself, your confidence builds and your tolerance for those comments and seeing those photos, get it gets bigger. You have a, a higher tolerance for those things. Your walls are built so that diet culture can't get in. Now, for me personally, the thing that I was missing when I saw that photo was working out. Now, I had stopped working out. It wasn't necessarily a conscious decision, but there were a few days where I felt like I was tired and I listened to my body and I didn't do a workout. And then moving forwards from that, I got into a habit of not working out. So that can happen. You can listen to your body for a while and then suddenly you just can't be bothered to work out again. And it happens to the best of us, especially in these dark winter months. It can be harder to motivate ourselves. But when I really looked into why I had responded to that photo so negatively and why it had actually affected me, it it was because I had stopped working out. And I thought, actually, I love working out. I know that it makes me feel good. It's not about how I look anymore. It is about how I feel. So if you have lost that motivation to work out and it's not because you're tired, it's not because you need a rest, it is just because you've got into a habit of not moving, then make that promise to yourself that you are going to start again. Okay, make the promise to yourself because remember when you keep a promise to yourself, you build up trust in yourself and that will build your confidence. Every time you do that workout that you've promised yourself you will do, you will feel better. You will feel more accomplished. You will feel like you've done something good for yourself. Keeping promises to yourself is a huge step. And then obviously you're going to feel better because you are working out. You are listening to your body. Your body knows that you need to move. You are moving. You're going to have that rush of endorphins. And take it back to gratitude for your body. When you're having those negative body image thoughts, let's think about the things we're grateful for in our body, the things that we love about our bodies. And it doesn't have to be uh, physical. It is physical, obviously, but it doesn't have to be aesthetic is what I mean. It doesn't have to be, oh, I love my hair or I've got a tiny waist. It could be, I love the fact that I can run up the stairs and feel fine. I love the fact that I can play with my children I love the fact that I can try a new type of movement and my body will see me through. Get back to loving your body for what it does rather than how it looks. And on that note of listening to your body, recalibrate in terms of food freedom. So get back to basics with that too. So get back to conscious eating because I realised that I had started unconsciously eating again. Maybe again because it's a dark, cold, wintry month and the nights are long. I don't know. But I had started just eating without thinking about it. And when you're eating unconsciously, you're not even enjoying the food. There's no point. Food is there to be enjoyed. So recalibrate, consciously eat, get back to those food journals, eat the foods that make you feel good. Eat the foods with vitamins that are going to make you feel better especially vitamin d where we're missing it from the sunlight i'm really stuck on this uh dark cold month thing aren't i 
I actually do quite like winter, so I don't know why I'm so focused on it. But I do think it affects our motivation as humans. I think it makes it more difficult. So yeah, get back to those basics. Food journals, look at reframing those thoughts again. Starting from that point of gratitude. If you want to do the full reframe activity, it is in a previous episode and I would recommend it if you are feeling negative around food because those reframes are going to help you move away from diet culture in the long term and stop these negative thoughts getting through as much. Now if you start doing these things, you start valuing yourself, you start taking time for what you love, you start keeping those promises to yourself, start listening to your body again, recalibrating that conscious eating, food journals, gratitude, reframes, if you do all of that Your perception of your body will change before your body does. Which shows that it was never about your body in the first place. It's about how you view it. And that's exactly what happened to me. In the one week since that last episode, where I was feeling negative about myself, my body probably hasn't changed that much. But I can tell you that what I see in the mirror has. Because now... I am fully free of that diet culture mentality. And I'm not saying it's never going to happen again. But if it does, I know exactly how to combat it. I know exactly how to reset. So I hope that you can use this episode to do the same. I look forward to seeing you again next week for another episode of Confidence Through Health. But in the meantime, if you have any questions or queries or even any suggestions of what you'd like me to cover in future episodes, head over to my Instagram and drop me a message. My handle is at fmcoaching, that is F for Francis and M for McGill or Foxtrot Mike if you are a stickler for the correct phonetic alphabet. Alternatively, if you are interested in finding out more about my 12-week coaching program, Confidence Through Health, you can book a clarity call with me directly from the link in the show notes. We can talk about your particular confidence struggles and then see how this program can help you get from where you are now to feeling food freedom and total body confidence. I will see you next week and I hope that you found this episode really useful and there's lots of tips that you can put into practice to start finding your body confidence today. I just want you to remember that your body loves you and it's time to start loving it back. So have a confident week and I will see you next time.